the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelley's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelley Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And our sister expert for today is... Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. And we have a very special guest, the original Chatfield girl-o, Joelle Walker Chatfield. Hello, Mommy! Hello, girls! Hello! Mom and I are holding hands right now. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's so weird. And Julie's hands are cold, as usual. (laughs) Yes, Julie uh, had some events happen in her family this weekend, and so... Our mom, Joelle, is visiting her in the beautiful Alexandria, Virginia. And we're all so jealous because we wanted to be there, too. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. But we got pictures. And that's not the same. But it's good. The other day, I was putting on my makeup and Lukey came in and was like, hey, can I wear some lipstick? And I was like, yes, my three-year-old son. And so I put lipstick (laughs) on him. And then he's like, hey, can I have some nail polish? (laughs) And I said, yes. So I painted his fingers blue and his toes red. Um, And today at church, uh, uh, an 11-year-old girl who we know and love saw his nail polish and um, she leaned to her mom and said, they should have painted it clear or pink. That blue just makes him look short. (laughs) (laughs) Makes him look short. I didn't know a color could do that. And just like people, the, the girls that wear nail polish, he was sitting at church picking it, picking it off his nails. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> Shelly. Yeah, Shelly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally was doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shelly, now you know. Don't wear blue. It, it makes you look short. You know what? I don't have a lot of blue nail polish, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> I guess I knew in my heart. <laughs> I'm currently wearing blue lipstick. What does that make you look like? It depends on the age of the perceiver. One, I kept raising my hand in church today uh, to to participate in the lesson, and the teacher, every time he went to call me, grimaced. So if you're older, it makes you grimace. <laughs> and if you're younger, like around my son's age, his uh, classmates saw my lipstick and were like, what's up with that? And then he is like, my mom just wears lots of different colors of lipstick, and they're like, it's really cool. So if you're 11... It's cool. And if you are older than that, grimace. (laughs) I think probably significantly older than that. (laughs) Well, I'm sure he was grimacing because he's like, Holly, give someone else in the class a chance to answer. Yes, but also everyone was saying things that I didn't think were the correct thing. So I wanted to say the best thing. (laughs) I am sitting here with my shocked face on, just so you know. I know. I know. Mom. Do you want to be shocked about something since you're here on this episode? Please, shock me. This podcast is where we ask our very shy sister, Shelly, her opinion on a lot of different topics, and we're going to do it again this time. (laughs) I am sitting here with my shock face on. What? (laughs) Mom, I'm sorry we're doing this to your daughter, your very special daughter. (laughs) I do love Shelly. Me too. I love her because she gives me someone to tease. (laughs) Yes, older sister, this is true. (laughs) No, 
But you know what? She teases me a lot also. So <laughs> really? turnabout's fair play. Shelly, is, is this Holly true? Holly babysat my son all day yesterday. So like I'm going to let it slide this week. <laughs> all I'm teasing. And I plied him with bacon, with Dungeons and Dragons, and with Pokemon. So, Oh my gosh. I've heard so much about Pokemon <laughs> since he came home. And I've also heard a lot about how um, his Pikmin, his stuffed animal Pikmin lost in a fight to stuffed animal Pokemon. Oh no. <laughs> but he did look adorable in the pictures. So mom, did you know that 2020 is the year of the submission? Uh, I did hear hear that actually. You heard it on the street? <laughs> actually, I heard it today in Julie's living room. And did you know today is 2-2-20? It's actually a palindrome date, 0 It's the first time in 900, 900 years. years. So today is a special day. Oh my goodness. It's a very special day. And it's Groundhog Day. I didn't know that until I woke up this morning and heard that spring is nigh. <laughs> I'm so bored with all this information. <laughs> Can I just say, Ruby's homework all weekend was about Groundhog Day. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mom, it's the year of the submission, and it is wild to me that you only heard about it today because you do listen to our podcast regularly. <laughs> We've been talking about it for several episodes now. <laughs> she's, she's, she's nodding her head. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Anyways, this week is our uh, the most special submission we've gotten yet because it's from our teen fan. We have one teen fan. <gasps> what? It's amazing. That's so exciting. That is. Yes. This submission is from OFP, our fan Paul's son, named Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Mark. Hello. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Mark. That was our mom saying hi to you. You don't know her that well. <laughs> don't be scared. It's okay. Here's a big kiss for you, Mark. No. Oh, no. Oh don't do gosh, that. No. Teens hate that. <laughs> and now you have to rub the, the audio lipstick off of your cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Mark had this suggestion brewing in his brain, and he asked OFP to give it to us because he knows that OFP has an in with us. And I said, this is a perfect suggestion. Then I took it to the small committee and the small committee said, yeah, okay. And um, mom, I know you weren't at the small committee meeting, but uh, will you agree to this topic even without knowing what it is? I do agree. Yes. Shelly, would you also agree? <laughs> uh, I I don't have a choice, but yes. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, you're the deciding vote. It needs to be unanimous. Yes. Oh, okay. Phew, 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 phew. Today's topic is mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, Ooh. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I have really been fretting over this topic because I knew that we'd have to say that word a lot. That's a tough word because there are a lot of different pronunciations, and I'm worried that someone's going to make fun of me for saying it weird. So say it one more time. No, Mom, everyone's listening. <laughs> okay, well, then I have another question for Kelly. Kelly? <laughs> Forget you, Holly. And Shelly, it's my turn. <laughs> it's important. I want to see, Sh Kelly, how are you feeling? Because mayonnaise could make you either feel fine or make you on a hurl. So what is it? <laughs> well, it's, not like, it's not like they're shoving it down my throat right now. <laughs> Does the mental image of mayo yeah. make you want to just die? <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It's not like eggnog. Just the mother and me wanted to check and make sure you were okay. 
Her baby is pregnant with a baby. <laughs> I guess I never thought about it. <laughs> well, you, Shelly, you've only known what the topic is for like 45 seconds. So. I guess that's true. And also, I didn't know that words could trigger like instant like puke action. Are you serious? <laughs> Just because you're pregnant. All, that's all that ever triggers puke action in me. That's the only thing. Is words. <laughs> Just words. <laughs> that's why Holly can't go to book clubs she's just a mess <laughs> no every book club would deserve it if i puked all over them while they talked about the snacks on the people <laughs> yes <laughs> how are you feeling now kel is talking about this better <laughs> i i'm fine <laughs> okay sorry holly to interrupt <laughs> no you're fine uh, kelly needed to be asked that question it was very important i am important you Holly. are important <laughs> kelly you are, and you know who else is important? Julie. Shelly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. Sorry, try again. <laughs> Julie's going to be giving the pro reasons why Shelly should like mayonnaise. I'm going to be giving the anti reasons, and Kelly, as our sister expert who is so important, <laughs> <laughs> is going to be telling us what she thinks Shelly will choose. Are we all ready? Yes. Ready. Yes. yes. Fabulous. Julie, hold mom's hand while you give your points. Okay. okay? Uh, I love her warm, warm hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, I want to get something straight. In our family growing up, we didn't often have straight up mayonnaise. We often had Miracle Whip. <gasps> that is my first point, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Already our minds are becoming one. Are, am I an expert in you and you're an expert in me? And and together we'll conquer the world? Probably. I'll just conquer Shelly's okay with me. <laughs> Deal. So I love Miracle Whip. And when I think mayonnaise, I think Miracle Whip. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. And I say to them, leave me alone with my Miracle Whip. <laughs> Let me eat it like yogurt. (laughs) I'm not listening. I'm not listening. So when I when I'm talking about mayonnaise, I'm in my mind. I'm really talking about Miracle Whip, but I also do like mayonnaise. So let's let me just full disclosure get that out there. Um, But Shelly, mayonnaise goes great with so many things. I could put mayonnaise on. I'd say. 75% 75% of the things that I eat. Oh, wow. That's a high percentage. <laughs> that is shocking. <laughs> I eat a lot of things. Guys, go all the way back to our condiments episode. Best condiments. And you will hear that I am very passionate about condiments. I love them all. And I want to put so many condiments on everything that I have. Shelly, have you ever heard of pasta salad? Uh, yes, I am familiar with it. How about potato salad? Also familiar with it. How about uh, egg salad? Uh-huh, check, 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 check. How about tuna salad? <laughs> you know what? I make a lot of tuna salad. <laughs> My son eats tuna like nobody's business. Mm, he's a wise man. Uh, you could just like toss anything in with a bunch of mayonnaise and stir it up and it becomes a salad. And then you eat it and you go, mm, yum, 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 yum. As it was mentioned before, this is kind of a special weekend for our family, and my special occasion meal is Aunt Wendy's pasta salad. Heck yeah! Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. 
and uses a lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> and I say, does it? Here, here. I thought it used like coleslaw dressing. It uses coleslaw dressing and the mayonnaise, and you mix it up and put it in the fridge overnight, and then you add even more mayonnaise. <laughs> Just the dressing and the mayo. Mix, mix, mix. Boom. Aunt Wendy's salad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go a full-on recipe here. No, but just like I love that you mix it up first and then you wait overnight and then you mix up more and put it in the salad. And so there's like ba-bam. Can I just say as a dissenting voice that I am the party pooper of every family gathering because everybody assumes everybody likes that and I hate it. And uh, then whenever I say that, it's always a shock all over again. It's not a shock for me. That's why we provide a variety, Holly. Yes, but you do always ask me about it. <laughs> because I'm I'm wondering if you've matured into the taste yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, questioning Holly's maturity. Oh, I, I just barely started eating onions. I, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Would you be okay if there was just like... 15 bowls all of like, here's the plain pasta, and here's the grapes, and here's the apple chunks, and like eating each one individually. Yeah. But you would hate it if it were all mixed up? Oh, absolutely, I would. So the end bowl is the giant bowl of mayonnaise. You just eat that right. <laughs> As a mayonnaise chaser. Oh, I don't want to give away my points in the for the future, so. Okay. I am assuming that one of your points is you'll eat it straight. <laughs> let's assume that until we get there <laughs> um shelly mayonnaise is something that you can easily buy at the store but it's also something that you can difficultly make at home <laughs> it does take practice but once you got it down then it's easy do you know how to make mayonnaise no i read it today <laughs> We've never seen you make mayonnaise, but we haven't lived with you in a while, so I Yeah, don't you don't know my recent skills. Bam. <laughs> mom mom only likes to make mayonnaise privately. No, mom <laughs> matured into making mayonnaise. But she doesn't like to admit it, so she's going to say, no, it's, I don't make It's only mayonnaise. an after 50 thing, girls, okay? So just wait. <laughs> oh, no, mom's having a midlife crisis. She's making so much mayonnaise. <laughs> she only knows good vintages now of the man. <laughs> but Shelly, you're a fabulous cook and you like making things you you like making things that are a little tricky for the normal humans. Um but you're not a normal human. You're a a human 2.0 in the kitchen. Oh, I am? Yeah. <laughs> but Shelly, you could make mayonnaise. I bet Okay, here's a prediction for the end of the podcast. I bet you've made mayonnaise before. I hadn't thought about this before, but I'm, I can't wait to see if I'm right. It sounds like you want to bet someone. <laughs> right Who now. is willing to bet me? I'm from Vegas. Yeah, I'm from Vegas. So let's, what, what are we going to bet, Julie? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> That's not the way bets work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who wins or loses, and then we'll decide what they win or we'll lose. See this, we'll talk about the terms afterward. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, well, Shelly, making mayonnaise, it looks like if you are like a, a chef, if you're into being fancy and making cool foods, it seems like mayonnaise would be a cool thing to make from scratch. I've never tried it because I'm not that cool. I bet you've done it. I bet you've proved yourself to be super cool. <laughs> 
I guess if I'm a human 2.0, <laughs> is that part of the test, like to be to level up, <laughs> make mayonnaise? Okay, mom, I'm going to throw it to you. You told me something that I don't understand. So I read today that mayonnaise can be healthy or not. <laughs> she said that to me and I was like, how could it be considered healthy? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> it has eggs in it. It has vinegar. Bam. <laughs> it's good for you. Guess what? Cake has eggs in it too. <laughs> and your point? No. <laughs> no, I just read that the argument is it's healthy and not healthy. <laughs> if you put mayonnaise into a box, you won't know if it's healthy or unhealthy unless you look at Schrodinger's it. Schrodinger's <laughs> condiments. Yeah, I was busy being grandma, so I couldn't really delve into it. So I'm going to vote <laughs> it's healthy because everything you make with it tastes so dang good. And that's really a key of healthy food. It's the hallmark of something healthy. It tastes so dang good. (laughs) That's why everyone loves kale so much. (laughs) See, put a little mayonnaise, put a little mayonnaise on kale, better. Oh! (laughs) I would agree with mom. I mean, depends on how you prepare it. If you're just taking a kale leaf and spreading mayonnaise on it. That's what she just said. But no, if you like chop up kale, stir it up with a little mayonnaise, kale salad. That's not what she said. That's not what she said. So you have a kale leaf, mayonnaise, and slice. We have to move away from this. It's too <laughs> I'm not. I'm so glad that thought didn't come all the way out. Shelly, for my last point, I'm going to talk about aioli. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. And you know why it's delicious? It's based in mayonnaise. (laughs) Based in mayonnaise? Yeah. Aioli is the fancy man's condiment. (laughs) If you want to be the fancy man, you have aioli, which is really just like flavored mayonnaise with whatever flavor you think aioli should be. (laughs) (laughs) What what flavor do you think it should be? Oh, you know, like uh, garlic. That's... One of the two recipes that I saw while I was searching aioli. (laughs) You know what it makes me think of? Does that mean fry sauce, the famous dipping sauce of Utah? Does that mean it's just like tomato aioli? Yeah. (laughs) Ketchup aioli. And there's peppers in it. Mm. I think it probably could count as an aioli. And I forgot that fry sauce is also based in mayonnaise. That's the one that I chose for our best condiment episode. Oh, memories. (laughs) I love you, fry sauce. (laughs) We were told no kissing on the podcast today, Julie. By who? (laughs) Also, only this one episode. (laughs) Usually our episodes are filled with kissing. Oh, I'm just not supposed to kiss towards the boy. (laughs) Yeah, don't kiss teenage boys. (laughs) Oh, strange, stranger teenage boys. Who is our fan? Our one teen fan. (laughs) Don't scare him away. I try to kiss him. (laughs) I'll I'll wrap it up by saying, Shelly, mayonnaise is a great team player. It just makes everything better when you stir it up. It's like love. You put love into anything. It's going to elevate the whole thing. When people say they cook with love, is that what they're talking about? Yes, it is. <laughs> and a dash of love. Just a little dollop of mayonnaise. And no matter, no matter what you're cooking, it's going to make it better. Gross. <laughs>
Julie, it's not looking good for you that Shelly's last spoken word was gross. <laughs> well, okay, if you add a dollop to anything no, you No, I'm holding you to the word gross for that, to close that, and then you're going to open with the word... What's a word that's coming to mind to open my side, Shelly? Just anything. Any word. <laughs> well, I was already thinking about French silk pie, so <laughs> okay. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <so laughs> that's what I was thinking, like finishing cooking a French silk pie and then put a dollop of... <laughs> I was thinking sugar cookies, Shell. Okay, so... <laughs> Julie's part ended with the word gross, and mine started with French silk pie and sugar cookies. Things are looking good for me. <laughs> I'm going to start my points as to why Shelly should be anti-mayonnaise. As I mentioned, my first point is, do we, as Chatfields, even know of which we speak? Because weren't we a Miracle Whip family? I'm asking that as a question because you know Chagirl did never put any of that in her mouth. Okay, I can answer that as the the fact checker for this. So you were raised in a split family. You, oh no, (laughs) yes, half of the parentage was Miracle Whip, and the other half was Mayo. Which half is representing us this evening? Miracle Whip, baby. I feel like though that Dad didn't get to like fly his flag of loving mayonnaise until later in our lives. Like, I feel like our house was solely a Miracle Whip house for many years. So I'm glad you didn't see me accidentally toss the mayonnaise bottle out all the time. Oh, I did. Quote, accidentally. Accidentally. I did. (laughs) Well, uh, so, so that's my first point is I thought we didn't eat mayonnaise growing up. But to be fair, I didn't eat anything like that growing up. So I don't know anything i'm talking straight out of my my kneecap because that's a better place to talk out of i'm trying to remember if that is a hundred percent true <laughs> i will be thinking on that and rebuttal possibly later okay okay <laughs> when we least expect it a rebuttal is coming oh i'm so scared okay my next point is that I think we as a culture uh, need a more modern ingredient because mayonnaise is so 1950. Shelly, I know that you, as Julie mentioned, are a great cook, a great chef, almost a good human. (laughs) Almost. Almost. I don't know. That's what Julie said. (laughs) But uh, would you tell us a little bit about mayonnaise in the 1950s? Me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shelly, aren't you prepared for this? Come on. Uh, Well, I do know uh, from what I have read about food in the 50s, it was very like, you know, it was a time where women were becoming more independent and blah, 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 because of World War II. (laughs) And so, so food was getting like, you know, that's when microwavable food was coming. That's when canned food was becoming more popular. And so mayonnaise was a way of like tying everything together quick and easy. And so it was in a lot of things. And that's why gelatin was also in a lot of things in the Uh 50s. So, and they were often together, Julie. Nope. Yeah, there actually is a fruity, jello, mayonnaise well, I believe combo it. Combo thing, which you were never served in your growing up years because it sounds gross. Uh, because it had mayonnaise and not Miracle Whip. She tried to service the Miracle Whip version many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shelly, you're right. 
going back to uh, the 1950s, there was a lot of mayonnaise, and it was mixing together a lot of nasty stuff. Remember how mom said we should eat kale and mayonnaise and whatever? Uh, that was uh-huh. that was the main course of a 1950s meal, and I just disagree. I think we're in the year 2020 now, and I think we need something a little more modern, a little more uh, gastronomy, a little more uh, just something else. I I myself am not quite a chef, so I don't know what we need, but I just know we don't need mayonnaise because we've been there. We've done that 70 years. Mayonnaise is older than mom. (laughs) Wow. That's old. (laughs) Hey, let me just repeat my motto. I'd rather be any age than be in the box. So I am a fabulous age. I'd rather be any age than eat mayonnaise. That's my (laughs) motto. (laughs) So my next point is that mayonnaise is Barely in the top five of white condiments. Would you like to hear the top five white condiments? The first thing that popped in my head was mashed potatoes, but that's (laughs) obviously not right. And the first thing that popped into my head was onions. Okay. Okay. Do we need a refresher course on what a condiment is? No. Onions can be a condiment. You shut your mouth, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm important, Holly. (laughs) You are. I I just can't stop imagining spreading mashed potatoes on my sandwich. (laughs) And you want to do it. And I know you do. Oh, yeah. I do. (laughs) Dip it in some gravy. So here is from the top to the bottom of uh, the top five white condiments. The first one, ranch. The people mm-hmm. love it. Everyone loves it. For some reason, I remember mom always ordering it at uh, the old spaghetti factory, even though they called their ranch just their house dressing. Because it's a pesto ranch. Right. And so mom would say ranch for her salad, then they would say, is the house dressing okay? And she would said, yeah. And I think she said it almost every time we went. I agree. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So ranch is the first one. The second one, sour cream. Welcome, oh. sour cream. You're a thing that I like. We haven't talked about any food that I like so far, but sour cream, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you, sour cream. And you know what else? I love the third on the list of white condiments, and that is horseradish sauce. You love it, Holly? Mm. I love, I'm, I'm learning to love a horsey sauce from an Arby's. Wow. Okay. I am super impressed with you right now. You said I wasn't mature before, but look at me now. (laughs) Truly, I am super impressed. Bravo. Thank thank you, Mom. I love you. Okay. so (laughs) So number four, we haven't gotten, you'll notice, we haven't gotten to mayonnaise yet. Number four is tartar sauce. Oh, tartar sauce goes good with everything, but mayonnaise is in tartar sauce, right? So number five on the top five white condiments is mayonnaise. And that's only because you guys made a mistake. Who's, who's top five is this? You <laughs> keep saying top five like this is like the world's agreed upon top five. That's the mistake you have made. You never asked me what list this is. This is just my list that I made. <laughs> but why would you put ranch at the top if you hate it? Because even I can see that it's a worldwide classic. The The people love it. Everyone's craving it, except for me. But that's why I put sour cream second. So <laughs> To throw us off the scent. <laughs> the scent of sour cream. Yeah, so it's barely in the top five. We shouldn't even, like, think about 
mayonnaise because why? <laughs> okay, next. A lot of people use it for sunblock on their nose, which I've never understood. What? <laughs> hey, Kelly, fact check Who that. Who does this? Wait, also, I forgot to say that people also use it in their hair. Yep. To, like, condition their hair. I've heard that. I haven't heard the sunscreen one, though. It's because it's not true, Mom. <laughs> Holly is lying. I'm pretty sure putting mayo on your skin would cause you to fry because of the oil. <laughs> <laughs> Literally fry. Shelly's right. It was just a joke for funsies. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just, my goal was to get one of you to believe it, and I did it. Although <laughs> I thought it would be Shelly. Uh, <laughs> No, I know a lot about uh, sun skincare because I lived in Australia for almost three years. And mayonnaise wasn't ever a, a home remedy for skincare. They're all about prevention, baby. Cover up all it, the time. It might have been for like sunburns, you know, to like coat it. Like cool this sunburn off, yeah. put on mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get that and like guacamole. This is my aioli, aloe and mayonnaise. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> okay, I have one more point as to why Shelly should be anti mayonnaise, and that's one word: glop. Thank you. <laughs> glop. G L O P. Glop. It sounds like now you're going to start saying something about Dr. Seuss. Like, <laughs> no, I just think the word glop is gross, and mayonnaise glops. It does no other action except glop. So, what about dollop? You know, what about it? You're right. Stop everything. No, stop the podcast. No more laughing. This has now become a podcast to investigate the word gallop. No, not gallop as in with a G, with a D, dollop. Oh, dollop? Oh, dollop. Dollop. But that's more for sour cream. Do a dollop with Daisy. You could do a dollop. Well, you're like making a dollop, but the dollop says glop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah or even like whipped cream you do a dollop but with whipped cream and sour cream not mayonnaise mayonnaise is heavier than all of those things mayonnaise is not in the top five things you dollop <laughs> <laughs> can i can i okay this is going way uh against everything this podcast believes but can i oh. add one more point to my side <laughs> oh wow if it teaches me a dang thing i'm out of here <laughs> mayonnaise is Really good for pranking people. <laughs> what? You know we're anti-pranks on this podcast. But like harmless pranks. What kind of pranks? Okay. Our mayonnaise The two that I can think of is like you serve a piece of pie to someone and instead of putting a dollop of uh, whipped cream on top, you put a dollop of mayonnaise. Oh, gosh. There's your French silk pie shelf. Yeah, there it is. And the second one is you empty out all the mayonnaise from a mayonnaise jar, and instead you put in, like, vanilla pudding or something, and then you you eat straight out of that in front of your friends, and they're like, gross, you're eating mayonnaise. And then you go, poink. Oh, oh dang, Julie. <laughs> what about, here's a prank we will play on mom. Mom, don't listen for a minute. How about we get mom's lotion, which she puts on every day, open it up, put it with mayonnaise, and then close it, and then mom can put on mayonnaise all over her body every day. <laughs> no, we'd have to scent the mayo with uh, coconut, with coconut <laughs> essence. And, and sunscreen. <laughs> okay, I th- I'm in. I'm in. We're back on. We're pro pranks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so now uh, it's Kelly's turn. As the sister expert, she's known Shelly for so, so long, and she knows all of Shelly's habits, her ins, her outs. And Kelly, what do you think Shelly's going to think about mayonnaise? Well, I do remember in Australia getting a postcard that said that mayonnaise actually would be helpful, Shell, and I threw that out. So sorry. Oh, so I never I never got that information. Yeah. So my bad. <laughs> I could have survived so much better in Australia if I'd known that one mayo trick. Doctors hate this one trick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was so it was so natural. Yeah, so that's my bad. Cause then she would have definitely gone pro. I think she's gonna go pro anyway. Because it does go well with lots of Sammies, which she does like to make. It's easy and fast and simple. And especially if, like, there's a group of people that are coming over, you know, for having a family gathering or something. Sammies are just easy to make. And it's not peanut butter and jelly, which I know some people don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to say I don't enjoy peanut butter and jelly? Because I've been the only person who's been teased. Some people. <laughs> some people. No. Because that's the only thing I enjoy. Thank you. With onions. Like I mentioned, I'm into onions now. Gross. Peanut butter and onion jam. Now I'm just thinking of like peanut butter cookies with like onions chopped in it. Sick. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Cool thing. I just noticed my mouth watering. Let's move on. (laughs) Big news, everybody. I am (laughs) nasty. And then that's when you like dunk it in mayonnaise. Oh, oh it's in a milk. Oh, that just sent a shiver up my spine for real. Oh. <laughs> so I think Shelly's going to go pro because it does go with a lot of things. And I, that Aunt Wendy's chicken salad is delicious. And so if she were to go anti mayonnaise, then she would be going anti against a lot of things that she does already like. So pro. Kelly, that makes a lot of sense to me. I like what you're saying. I like how you're saying it. And I especially like how important you are. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I don't think I'm as important as the baby growing inside me, but yeah. Well, no, you are. No, like just in as far as like grandmas. Grandmas like to be grandmas because of grandchildren. Kelly, haven't you ever heard mom say that she likes her grandbabies, but she loves her girls even more? The grandbaby is a girl, so. No, I've said that there are some grandmas that say, I had children just to have grandkids, and I'm like, not me. I really like my kids, and the grandkids are a bonus, but I love my girls. I'm afraid that mom's going to keep going and then just, like, start tearing up and be like, I love my girls. I know. I was actually worried about that, no, too. No, <laughs> I, I told myself before the podcast started, don't say it, because I don't want Holly to be like, Mom, stop. <laughs> Holly hates learning and emotion in this podcast. Don't do I it. I only like one emotion in this podcast, and that's rage. <laughs> I just remember a couple of times I've been on the podcast, and one time I said it like four times, and you're like, please stop. I have to edit this out. Yes. Yeah. So I think yeah, I've I been really that. good. So yay, yay, mom, right now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, mom. Yes. Mom, you're really important. I'm so sorry, mom. <laughs> yay, mom. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, now is the time we've all been waiting for the MVP of this podcast, the most vexing podcaster, Shelly. Thou dost vex me muchly. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I think I probably do. <laughs> Sometimes. 
You vex me muchly when you don't buy me anything at the kitchen supply store. Oh, man. Mom, this is for you. Next time you come to Utah, I'm taking you somewhere and we're going to have the best time ever. It's a kitchen supply store. <laughs> it's a date. Let's do it. <laughs> it's right near the TCBY went to last night, too, everyone. White chocolate mousse, baby. That looks so delicious. Yeah, it really was too. And I was like eating it and like, Rick, thanks for bringing me here. This is something I never thought I'd ever get a chance to eat again. And he's like, it's fine. It's just yogurt. <laughs> no, he was like, hot point. It's actually mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Good on Rick. <laughs> he's a smart man. <laughs> so Shelly, what do you think about mayonnaise? First of all, I'm just going to say I have not eaten dinner yet. So this, all this conversation has been both a blessing and a curse <laughs> because sometimes I've been very hungry and sometimes I'm like, oh, good, I'll, I'll never be hungry again. <laughs> Mayonnaise is something I have actually put a lot of thought into over the years. That is wild. <laughs> well, it's because I do cook and I have wanted to make mayonnaise before. But Julie, you're losing this bet because I never actually have made mayonnaise. Oh, no. Good. You and mom can discuss later. What... We'll work out the the <laughs> terms of this bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've never made it, but I've heard and read that homemade mayo is way better, even though I like mayonnaise. Oh, no. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. I don't like Miracle Whip. What? <laughs> ever since I have moved away as an adult, I have only ever bought myself mayonnaise. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's to me they are not synonymous. To me, I can tell the difference. I mean, for a long time, mayonnaise and Miracle Whip were synonymous because you know that was pretty much our only option was that white spreadable stuff on a sandwich. That's mayonnaise, even though it's actually Miracle Whip. Then your taste matured. <laughs> yes, Julie is correct. A lot of salads, <laughs> a lot of weird salads are made with mayonnaise. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Well, like like a ham salad, like that to me is a weird thing, but it's just ham and mayo, which is essentially like tuna salad or whatever. Uh-huh. So, but I mean, some good, some dang good salads are. And I feel like this is a very appropriate topic for today because it's the Super Bowl. Oh, and yeah. a lot of like potlucky kind of or like buffet type foods are, I feel like mayonnaise based, like like a coleslaw or a salad or a pasta salad or whatever. I actually tried to make something for the potluck my boys are at actually right now, something without mayos in it, and I was having a hard time thinking of anything. <laughs> but an Aunt Wendy's pasta salad, so good. I actually wrote that in my notes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> you know what I wrote in my notes? It just I threw up on my notes. <laughs> I don't actually know how complicated it is to make mayonnaise at home. Is it one of those things that you can put into like a, a jam jar and shake it, shake it, shake it, then it's ready? I think it's easy. Like I think a lot of people do it in like a food processor. Yeah, because you got to just like have emulsify. some things in the food processor. Yeah. So I think if you have the right tools, it's an easy-ish thing to do. And I am going to make some someday. So Julie, you're you're just seeing the future. <laughs> Are you going to make me eat it? Because you tend to make me do stuff that I don't want to do. I don't make you do anything. <laughs> I think you have the tables turned, Holly. <laughs> well, right. That's a good point. And uh, Holly, she's learned. This one time she made me do a podcast where I was feeling very vulnerable. And then she made me do it for like over 100 episodes. <laughs> That's called projection. <laughs> I think that's called 
lying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as for it can be healthy or not, um, I think some people, you know, now try and make it with like healthier oils, like avocado oil or olive oil or something. But I would not say it is a health food. (laughs) It's a sometimes food. It is something that if it encourages you to eat healthier things, like get a little bit of mayo to help you eat something that... <laughs> eat a big leaf of kale. Spoonful of sugar. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably fine. And aioli being the fancy man's condiment, like I agree that it is fancier. And it was very actually common in Australia, but I'd never even heard of it before moving there. And then I loved aioli. You know what? You can dip a lot of stuff. You can put... a mayo on a lot of stuff and it's great and (laughs) it is maybe a little old school to you know a lot of the mayo based salads so i don't know if we do need a new more modern condiment like holly said i think mayo keeps up with the times in its own way you know what would be a very modern condiment mercury (laughs) no that's a very old school condiment i was just thinking of like what would look very cool and modern and and silvery and metallic-y and like kind of colloidal Uh, that's like futuristic from the 1950s like (laughs) that's what people in the 1950s thought the future would be everything silver metallic but yeah so like this week i made myself some coleslaw and i was mostly a vinegar based dressing but i did add like a spoonful a dollop of whipped cream or not whipped cream oh my gosh (laughs) delicious now i'm all confused mayonnaise to make it just a little bit creamy and so good and ranch uh, is good, but also mayo-based. Uh, tartar sauce, mayo is based. So I, I think, Holly, your list of top five is, cr- is crazy. <laughs> so just some news came just came in. Uh, whipped cream just knocked mayo off of the top five <laughs> condiments that are white. It's no longer in the top five. Oh, man. Well, sorry. I still love it. <laughs> I I love it even if it's not on the top five of Holly's random list of white things. <laughs> um, and as for it being sunscreen, that was a lie. <laughs> and as for glop, yeah, it kind of does make a glop sound. But you know what? It's still delicious. Okay, here's a here's a challenge for the Shelly gang. Next time you use mayonnaise, get a big spoonful of it. And then watch it intently as you glop it onto something. This is the challenge. This is the next YouTube challenge. See if you can do it without hurling. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, if it made a glop sound every time you took a bite, that would be off-putting. No, but you also have to watch it, the movement of it. Yuck. It's still delicious. I like it on lots of things. I will maybe even eat some tonight after the podcast. (laughs) Because it is good on sandwiches, like Kelly said. Kelly knows you so well. She does. Well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on mayonnaise. Now we are moving on to our newest segment, Unanswerable Questions. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. What? And in the segment, Unanswerable Questions, we ponder the universe through our children's unanswerable questions. And Julie, you gathered some unanswerable questions from your children. I did. I even gathered one from my husband, my handsome, dear husband, Corbin. <laughs> and he ponders the big ideas in the universe. Here's the one that he said to get to kind of wet the kids uh, idea of machines. What's your favorite kind of tongue? 
<laughs> That's weird and gross. <laughs> Here's Theos. That is not a question, but a statement. Ready? I have a question about a question. Ooh, that's that's it. And I was like, well, do you have a question? And he was like, no. <laughs> but you know what? To be fair, a statement, very unanswerable. And I, the kids and I were laying in the bed and I was like, oh man, tell me some more questions. So here's kind of like a little smattering of what they said, because really they gave me a lot. What happens when you cross Bowser and Yoshi? That sounds like the start of a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> they did sound a little jokey after a while. <laughs> Why did Little Petey get invented? Little Petey as in from Dogman? Yes, Shelly, good job. You did it. <laughs> we have a lot of Dogman books. <laughs> okay, here's another one. What do you get when you cross Mario and Luigi? Here's my question. What do, color do you get, because I'm famously dumb about the color wheel, what do you get when you cross green and red? Brown. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you get their their very dirty brother, dirt, dirty, with an I at the end. <laughs> I was trying to think of a word that involved the word poop. Okay, here's the next one that Holly will love. What medals have you won? (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of answers to that question. Let me explain. I don't think I've ever won a medal. That's not true. You were in the California uh, Federation of Junior People, and you got a medal for being very smart in junior high. And for valor. and I think I got one or two in band. You did. Oh, so medals. I can I confirm. <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> wow. So that is a very well. It's an answerable question if you can remember. But yeah, for me, it's unanswerable. <laughs> okay, two more questions. What is a baby penguin? <laughs> Cute. That's what it is. Yeah, Jet can Mammal. answer that. <laughs> Mammal. <laughs> Well, it's certainly unanswerable. (laughs) Uh, Okay, here's the last one, and I think the best one. What is three halves of a cookie snapped? (laughs) Wow, that is the best one. one. Oh, what is three halves of a cookie snapped? Oh, um, that makes makes it sound like you're trying to snap them together. I, you know what? You know what? I do have an answer. It's six fourths. <laughs> wow. Maybe not evenly. Reduce that fraction. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I would love that if your math teacher is like, reduce the fraction. You're like, no, thank you. <laughs> that's that's uh. how I did school. That's how I got a 4.0. Being very polite. polite. (laughs) And also picking and choosing which questions you want to dance. I only answer the questions I know. (laughs) No, I did answer every question that way. And they said, you know what? I respect that. Here's your diploma. (laughs) (laughs) 4.0. Julie, those are some great unanswerable questions. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. What? Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us on this epic adventure of mayonnaise dreams. <laughs> we hope you have mayonnaise dreams and unanswerable question nightmares. <laughs> oh 
We also hope that you visit our website, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-HasOpinions.com. And guess what, everybody? I've been seeing a rash of everybody spelling Shelly's name, including our podcast as S-H-E-L-L-Y. Ain't gonna happen. It is bad. If I looked up Shelly Has Opinions on my podcatcher without the E before the Y, it doesn't show up at all. So if you want to find us, you got to spell it right. S-H-E-L-L-E-Y has opinions.com. At our website, you can listen to old episodes. You can find pictures of us. And you can read that Julie only has three children, according to the biography <laughs> under her picture. There's an entire human missing? Yes. <laughs> Thank you to OFP for uh, telling me that. I didn't realize it. But mostly, thank you to Mom for joining us. And to you, the Shelly Gang, for joining us again. And thank you to the Podicon Go Network. That is a network of family-friendly podcasts that you can listen to, you with your own ears. Mom, do you like listening to podcasts with your ears? I do, and I have two of them. (laughs) (laughs) Brag. That's a genetic trait she passed down. So... (laughs) So, Shelly Gang, mostly we just want you to come back next week. We think you're real great. And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye-bye. I love you. I'm so proud of you, girls. I love you. Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you? PodCube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit PoweredByPodCube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. <laughs>